Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Selk Podcast. In our Premier Division, Takers 1, Gal All-Star 2, The Wrongs 3, Trabzons 4, UK 8. And in the doubleheader, Park Royals 1, Highgate Albion 1 in Game 1. And Park Royals 1, Highgate Albion 7 in Game 2. So really good results for AFC Oakwood there. That pretty much ends Takers' chances of the league title. They're six points behind Oakwood with two games left to play for both sides. Highgate Albion have to win every game now from their last four games to win the title. They do have Oakwood to play as well. So uh, that game will be really important in deciding who wins the title. Into the championship, final game of the season, Westbourne United already won the title. 6-2 win over heavy hitters. Into Division 1, the Fumbling Pot Rangers 1, Enfield United 2, AFC Rose nil. London Wednesday 6, yeah. Um, a very de- a bad day at the office for us. Um, I I don't know really what to say really. And they were they were there early, they warmed up properly, and um, we didn't. And we we thoroughly got what we deserved. To be honest, um, to be honest, I made a, f- a couple of really good saves in the first half, and um, there was a couple of poor finishes for them. It could have could have been more. Um, they showed why they were top of the table and um, we showed why we've been really inconsistent because it was a good turnout last week. It was getting there on time last week. It was effort last week. It was talking last week. And this week, uh, the effort wasn't there 100% of the time. The talking wasn't there 100% of the time. And uh, that was really the problem in the game because um, I feel like we could match them and we did match them in the first game, but this was a, a different story and it's a humbling defeat, but I'm sure we can bounce back next week. Uh, Peckinsville won, AC Finchley won. In our game of the week, Highgate Albion reserved four, Kadaris down two. Uh, I did go for a 3-1 win, so I did get the margin right. Uh, very big result for Highgate Albion Reserves. Uh, obviously, with us losing to London Wednesday, London Wednesday only need to win their last game of the season to win the league. So Highgate Albion Reserves league aspirations might be away from them. You know, with, with London Wednesday only needing them three points. But... You know, they can continue to put the pressure on. You know, you never know what will happen in the last game of the season. Nerves and all that. But a good result for Highgate Album Reserves. And that pretty much should, you know, cement them in at least second place and promotion to the championship. So moving on to Division 2, North London Athletic 5, AFC Edmonton nil, And in the double header, AFC Oakwood Reserves 1, Whetstone Wanderers under 23s. One in game one, AFC Oakwood reserves three. A Whetstone Wanderers under twenty-three two in game two. That's a massive dent to Whetstone Wanderers under twenty-three's title hopes, and that's big for North London Athletic as well. Um, 
they only gained a point on North London Athletic and played a game more than them um, today or on Sunday. So it's a massive day for North London Athletic. I think they can pretty much see the title if they beat Whetstone Wanderers under 23s. I don't know that game keeps getting called off, but it might be this week. I don't know when it is, but we'll move on to Division 3. North London Colts 1, Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys 2. Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys again getting the better of North London Colts. Shentry Athletic 1, North London Wanderers 0. And Sopranos FC 6, London Orient 2. Into Division 4, Arnest Rangers 6, Camden FC 3. In Division 6, in the double header, Cognac Athletic 0, Highgate Albion full 7 in Game 1. And Highgate Albion fourth five Cognac Athletic nil in game two, uh, pretty standard really. Highgate Albion fourth have been pretty good this season. They just need to win four of their remaining six games now to win the title. Um, they have been in London Cup action. They were in the quarterfinals or semi-finals, I believe, the London Junior Cup. So they have a bit of catching up to do. But if they win them games in hand, they will win the Division 6 title. So moving on into the cup action in the Junior Challenge Cup, Highgate Albion thirds 4, New Barnet 3. Into the Intermediate Cup, Mill Hill Club, the Football 5, Anatolians 4. I believe they move to the semi-finals now. And Trent Park moving to the finals with a 3-0 win over Gospel Oak. Into the Junior Cup, AFC Muswell Hill, nil Continental 3. In the Invitational Cup, Fireside FC nil, the Bandits 2 in Game 1, and the Bandits 1, Fireside FC 3 in Game 2. In the Panda FC, Roving Reporters game, Panda FC 2, Roving Reporters nil in Game 1, and Roving Reporters nil, Panda 4 in Game 2. So 6 points there for Panda. And in the Richard Martin Memorial Cup, FC Cricklewood 1, North Atletico 2. It wasn't all great for Oakwood, as we mentioned before, with Takers slipping up and Highgate Albion dropping points. In the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup on Friday night under the lights at New River, Mehmet Chikgalata causing a shock. 3-1 win over AFC Oakwood. I say shock, not like they've got great players because they have. They're a good team. They're a shit good after they've beaten some decent teams this season. And they add AFC Oakwood to the list. So moving on to the fixtures now. In the Premier Division, Trabs and Spore UK continuing to build on their momentum. They face bottom of the table, Hornsey and Highgate. Into Division 1, only one game. Peck and Spore face AFC Rose. We're looking to bounce back from that big defeat. In Division 2, Grange Park take on Anatolians. Whetstone Wanderers under-23s face Locomotive Thunder. AFC Oakwood Reserves take on GTFA. And it's a massive game towards the top of the table as North London Athletic, who are top, take on Trent Park, who have had some really good results this season. We know a lot about Trent Park. They play some really decent football. They're a great bunch of lads as well. And um, they're going to have a very good game here against North London Athletic. Will they have enough in them? I'm going to say a two-all draw here. I think it'll be a very close game. Moving on to Division 3. Continental take on North London Colts. In Division 4, 
Honest Rangers take on Inter Mill Hill and Maida Villa face Highgate Albion thirds. And in Division 6, New Barnet take on Cognac Athletic and Northwest Wolves take on Edmonton Rovers. Into the Cup action in the Junior Challenge Cup, Enfield United face Northwest Galacticos. Highgate Albion Fourth take on Highgate Albion Reserves in the Highgate Albion Derby. London Orient face Armenian Youth Association and London Wednesday take on AC Finchley. Thank God I don't have to face them this week. Uh, in the Junior <laughs> Cup, North London Wanderers take on Underdogs and NLR take on Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys. In the Barnet Sunday Football League Shield, EC Galaxy take on New Copper. And in the Invitational Cup, it's a doubleheader between Gower All-Stars and South Tottenham United. Roman Reporters take on Talflick and Zaza take on Fireside. In the FA Sunday Cup semi-final, Highgate Albion take on Mayfair. So good luck, lots of luck to Highgate Albion for that one. In the Middlesex Premier Cup final, Takers take on Club Assyria. So lots of luck to Takers. And later on in the week, uh, on a Tuesday, Highgate Albion take on Trabzon Sport in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup. Join us next week where we'll have the fixtures and the results from the Barnet Sunday Football League. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. Uh, starting first with the results from Sunday the 20th of March. In the Premier Division, Brookman's Park 3, AFC London Road 3, Skewbridge 3, Queenshead 0. In Division 1, Hilltop 2, Stratford Arms 2, Harpen and Cut. In Division 2, sorry, Harpen and Cut Old Boy Reserves 2, Wheat Amps 89 2, Little Heath 2, Forever Young People 2, Mermaid 2, BWSC 2 and 6 Bells Reserves 2, Wellin Warriors 3. In Division 3, Auburn Dynamo 3, TNF 1, Hatfield Seniors 7, Beehive 3, Wheat Amsterdam Wanderers 4, 2 Willows 1. In Division 4, Hanbury's 2, Mermaid Reserves 5, Hearts Vets 4, Royston Rangers 1, St Auburn's Athletic 1, St George's 3. In Division 5, Marshallswick 1, Brookman's Park Reserves 5, Rosen Crown Mosquitoes 3, London County United 1, Welling Warriors Reserves 2, St Albans Warriors 1. In the Challenge Cup quarter final, AFC London Road Reserves 3, Wheat Sheaf 0. In the KO Cup last 16, Blackbury Jacks 3, Harpen and Cut Old Boys 0. In the KO Cup quarter final, Bournemouth Rovers 1, Six Bells 2. And in the Reserve Cup semi-final, Phoenix Reserves 2, Phoenix A3. And here are your fixtures for Sunday the 27th of March. In the Premier Division, Skewbridge against Bournemouth Rovers and Queenshead against Plough Harrow. In Division 1, AFC London Rovers Reserves against Hilltop. Harpen and Co. Old Boys against Blackbury Jacks. Stratford Arms against Player Packs. In Division 2, Mermaid against Forever Young People. Six Bells Reserves against Little Heath. Wheat Amsterdam 89 against BWSC. In Division 3, Hatfield Seniors against Oaks. And Two Willows against TNF. Division 4, Hearts Vets against Hanbury's. Moortown against Stratford Arms Reserves. 
Phoenix Reserves against St Albans Athletic. In Division 5, London Colonial United against Marshall Swick Rovers. Phoenix A against Hatfield Comets. Rosen Crown Mosquitoes against St Albans Warriors. And Wellin Warriors Reserves against Brookman's Park Reserves. In the Chari- Charity Cup quarter-final, AFC London Road take on Wheatsheaf. And in the Junior Cup, it's Beehive against St George's. Now on to this week's Super 6. And as I said last week, we're not going to sort of be as selective. These are just going to be the best games that we feel are available that week. Um, and yeah, if people, teams are on it two weeks in a row, they're on it two weeks in a row. Uh, it's that getting to the business end of the season now. Um, where we get a couple of leagues that can actually be decided as of now. So, yeah, let, let's crack on. So, starting off in the Prem and league leaders, Skewbridge face Bournemouth Rovers. Bournemouth Rovers actually the only team to beat Skew this year, albeit on penalties in the Cup. Um, but Skew will definitely be out for revenge. And they do have an outside chance of winning the league this weekend if Queen's Head fail to beat Plough and Harrow and Skew beat Bournemouth Rovers. Um, I back Bournemouth Rovers in the game against Skew, I believe, uh, in the Cup. I thought they'd get through the tie. However, in this game, I think Skew will win. I think it'll be close, but I'm going to go for a 2-0 Skewbridge win. Then in Division 1, the two best sides, in my opinion, in Division 1, Stratford Arms and Player Packs um, go head-to-head. Now, Player Packs have to win to have a chance of keeping their title hopes alive. And realistically, even though it's still mathematically possible, if they lose this one, the title is Stratford's to lose for sure. It arguably still is anyway. Um, however, this will be a cracking game. Played each other twice already. One was a draw, one was a Stratford win. To keep the title race, the interestingness of this division going, because I think Division 1's a cracking division, I, I would like player packs to win to keep it alive. I've got friends on both sides. However, I think this will be a draw. I'm going to go for a 2-2 draw. Um, Stratford have um, found it hard. I know they're struggling numbers-wise, a lot of injuries and stuff like that of late. But I think they'll see out a 2-2 draw. Um, that won't put the title in their in their trophy cabinet just yet but it will put it one step closer in division two mermaid against fyp at the start of the year these two were the front runners um a couple of other teams i think one from five can win it now they drew earlier in the year i think but fyp we played against them i know the mermaid boys well but i think fyp are going to win this i think they're going to kick on and i think they're going to win division two uh, i'm going to go for a 2-1 win to fyp in Division 3, two Willows, much improved from the start of the season. Got a few new faces in as well. Take on TNF. Uh, two Willows, I know, concentrating. Their main focus will be on the Junior Cup because they, they can't really do much in the league now with, with only three games left. However, I think they'll comfortably win this one at the weekend. I'm going to go for 4-1 for two Willows against TNF. Uh, Beehive against St George in the Junior Cup. Beehive had a couple of uh, poor results of late albeit against the, their other two title challenges in the league, but their title hopes are all but dead and buried, so they'll be looking to to do well in this competition. I think they'll beat St George. St George are a very good side, going really well, but I'm going to go for a 3-1 win for Beehive. Next up, Welling Warriors Reserves against Britman's Park Reserves. This title can be decided. If Britman's Park win, they will become Division 5 champions. If Welling Warriors win, then the title is in their hands. This is going to be a cracking game. Um, I know Jeff and Alan really well. Both, both of them will be eager to get a victory here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure who, which way it's going to go. Welling Warriors have got home advantage. They've been scraping through games by a goal, the odd goal here and there of late. Brookman's Park been winning quite comfortably. It's, it, but this is a title decider. This is all form out the window. This is the top two teams in Division Five going head to head, and I think it will come down to their key players on the day. Both teams have good goal scorers. Um, both teams have have a solid defender that I know of. Um, 
yeah, it's going to be really, really close. Not that it will do either of them any favours because it will drag it on for another week, but I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw in this one, well in Warriors against Brookman's Park. That's all this week. Good luck to everyone playing and good luck to everyone who's going for their league titles and cup games this week. All the best. Cheers, bye-bye. Welcome to this week's Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Silk Podcast. And we start in the Premier Division where Aylesford are now 10 points behind East Morling, following their 6-0 home win over Rubicon Limerick. And they still have four games in hand. No Tommy Whitnall this week for Aylesford, so he's not adding to his tally like he usually does. So the goals came from Jack Clark opening the scoring in the 15th minute and then Samuel Butterworth in the 22nd minute for the first half scorers. In the second half, goals came from Sean Johnson, James Withers and Daniel Moore, as well as a goal for Dan Packman, sealing the victory for Aylesford. In Division 1, Langley Athletic went top with a 2-0 victory away at Barming Blues, who could have pushed Langley into third if they had won. Goals came from Alfie Cox and Gary Goodell. And now it's down to the four teams below Langley to sort out who finishes top and where Langley end up. One of those that can affect that, but would need the football equivalent of snookers to win the league, are East Morning Reserves, and they came away from Sutton Valence 8-1 winners. One player that had a hand in the victory was Jack Gauntlet with a hat-trick. Other scorers were Daniel Curley, Franco Minieri, Matthew Morse, Robert Miles and Anthony Scarper. Two games played in Division 2 and saw a good win for Invicta Sunday at home to Park Royal Reserves. Cameron Usmar, Rowan Ferguson and William Holness with the Invicta goals, helping them to a 3-2 win. Park Royal goals coming from Daniel Brown and Alfie Crickmore. Laybourne and Minter shared the points in their two-all draw. Scores were level at half-time with a goal each and the same happened in the second half. Matthew Bolton and Joe White for Minter, and Labourne scorers not known from this one. Whitehorse Jaguars moved six points clear at the top of Division 3 with a 7-1 away win against Parkwood Jupiters. 20 Rivers got the Parkwood goal, and for the Jags their scoring was opened by Curtis Collins in the 22nd minute, before Jack Walker got a hat-trick, starting in the 31st minute and finishing 20 minutes later. Jake Williams popped up next in the 67th minute, followed by James Lawton 11 minutes later. The scoring was finished off in the 90th minute by Wayne Templin. Laybourne City now have four games in hand on the Jags and are nine points back, and City vs Cross Keys was postponed. In the President's Cup Group A semi-final, it's Park Royal heading to the final at the Gallagher, following a 4-3 penalty shootout causing heartbreak for the Breadmen. A tight game saw a two-all draw in normal time between the two sides, thanks to two goals from Jacob Walter, but it was not enough to take them through. Now, as we look ahead to next week's fixtures, it's time to remind everyone about our Friday night football at the Gallagher Stadium for the final of the Challenge Cup, as we see Aylesford take on Marder Miners for the silverware. Kick-off for this one is 7.45pm and tickets are on the gate, Entry is £5 and good to see as many people there as possible. The league action on Sunday sees Yielding and Laddingford versus East Morning Reserves in Division 1. Snodland returned to action in Division 2 at home to Minter, with Barming Youth at home to Vinters. 
and looking to keep the pressure on the league leaders. Coxie for at home to Invicta Sunday and Invicta Rangers will be looking to get off the bottom of the table as they play Park Royal Reserves. Leybourne City travel to Walnut Wanderers in Division 3, needing to win every game now for their games in hand to chase down Whitehorse Jaguars and the Jags are at home to Len Valley. Another win for the Jags will put all of the pressure on those with the game still to play. Parkwood Jupiters take on Maidstone Kestrels in the other game in the division. And in cup action, East Morling face IGS in the other semi-final of the President's Cup Group A for the right to face Park Royal in the final at the Gallagher Stadium. That brings you all up to date for this week's action and a look ahead to the coming week's fixtures. A reminder for that cup final on Friday night for the League Challenge Cup. And until next week, stay safe and enjoy the football. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League, part of the Selk All Across the League show. Starting with the results from the 20th of March in the Ron Pope Premier. AFC Brixton was given a home win against Catford Wanderers. Golden Eagles 3, Belmont Athletic 1. In the John Pitt Senior, Duke Clarence 3, Carpet FC 1. In Division 1, Bromley Green South was given a home walkover against London Lionhearts. And in Division 2, FC Charlton Reserves were given a home walkover against Interfector. Into the Bill Busted Trophy, M-Boys 2, Dio Valente 5. In the Bartholomew Trophy, AFC Croydon Town 3, Broccoli Athletic 0. Athletic Dildale 2, Tevit Rangers 0. And in the Ted Holder, Rosen Crown 3, AFC Charlton 2. Sporting Lions 4, South London Doves 2. And the People's FC 2, Greenwich Park Rangers 4. The fixtures for the 27th of March, starting with the Ron Pope Premier. Catford Wanderers at home to Grand Athletic. In the John Pitt Senior, Teviot Rangers at home to AFC Croydon Town. Division 1, Bromley Green South versus Honor Oak. In Division 2, Blues FC versus Rosen Crown. And the People's FC versus Bromley Road. In the Bill Trophy, Belmont Athletic versus Athletic Del Dow. Dio Valente versus Carpet FC. And FC Karuya versus Greenwich Park Rangers. Petswood Vultures versus AFC Croydon Town Reserves. That's all for this week. Uh, the games are very short. Uh, most of the leagues are starting to come finish now. Next week I'll update with who's where in the league. Congratulations to Greenwich Park Rangers who have won Division 1. Um, but yeah. Keep safe, injury-free, enjoy the game. See you later. Bye. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday the 20th of March.
In the Eric Hand Challenge Cup semi-final, First Division WDFC reached the final of the league's Senior Cup competition as they put out Premier Division title hopefuls and the 2017 winners of Falarians 2-0. This coming after they had defeated another Premier Division side, Everett Rovers Reed, 6-0 in the previous round. The game was won thanks to goals in each half. The first coming midway through the first half when Hamiz Ali received the ball on the edge of the box. He's passed three defenders before laying the ball off to Goban Palmer Inyang who slotted his shot home. WD had the better of the play at the start of the second period although they had to survive a period of heavy Old Falarian's pressure prior to securing their place in the final when Daniel Moss finished with a shot under the keeper after being put through by Jordan Sterling. In the Eric Hand Challenge Cup quarter-final, WD will face the winners of the North Watford versus Bushy Eagles semi-final after the First Division Eagles saw off a challenge of Second Division St Mary's Harefield 5-3 in the quarter-final. St Mary's went ahead early on with a goal from James Peake before Eagles struck back with four goals before half-time. First, Paul Kenwright tapped home across from Daniel Bourne. Then, Dean Brinton slotted home to give them the lead. A third followed when Paul Kenwright netted his brace when he bustled through the St Mary's defence to shoot high into the roof of the net from 10 yards. St Mary's then seemed to lose their call with two players sinbin and reduced down temporarily to nine men. And Eagles made that advantage count when Dean Brinton netted his second of the game on the stroke of half-time. In the second half, St Mary's pulled themselves back into the game with headed goals from James Peake and Matty Taylor. But Aidan Bigley sealed the win for Bushy with a lob from around 25 yards out. In the Premier Division, in the battle of the two unbeaten sides in the division coming into this game, North Watford inflicted on St Joseph's a first league defeat of the season with a 1-0 win. The winning goal came towards the end of the first half through Ashley Lewis when he volleyed in a centre by Omar Vassell. The win leaves North Watford 10 points clear at the top of the table although St Joseph's do have five games in hand. In Division 1... Casterby Rangers returned to league action after two weeks of cup semi-final action and they gained a massive 1-0 win over top-of-the-table Bushy Rangers, who suffered a second straight league defeat. A early goal in the second half, though, was the difference when Corey Bottom swung, swung in across from a free kick near the right corner flag deep to the back post where John Birch met the ball well to head down into the goal. This victory means Bushy Rangers are now 
uh, sorry, means Cashbury Rangers are now up into second place behind Bushy, two points, just two points behind with a game in hand. Rangers' win was made all the better as fellow title chasers Abbots Langley Club were held to a 2-2 draw by second from bottom soccer. Alusibril headed Abbots in front in the first half, but Jordan Austin scored twice in the second half to give soccer the lead, before Alex Diaz netted the equaliser from a penalty which came straight after Austin's second goal for soccer. In Division 2, Woodside took a mess massive step towards sealing the second division title with an 8-2 win over Forza Watford, which leaves them nine points clear with just five games left to play. Charlie Fisher opened the scoring when he slotted home. Henry Harden kept up his great goal-scoring form from centre midfield to make it 2-0. Joe Fox scored to make it three when his shot across the goal rifled into the top corner. Charlie Fisher got his second of the game against his former club when he lobbed the keeper to make it 4-0 by the break. The second half was more of the same with one-way traffic. Jack Robertson came off the bench with half an hour left and bagged himself a hat-trick with two tappings and a header to make it seven. Robertson then turned provider to assist Ryan Parkins as he slid the ball across the goal mouth as this, yeah, for Parkins to tap in at the back post to make it 8-0. Forza then managed to, two, to score two late consolation goals from Giuseppe Delgado. Hertfordshire Eagles remain in second place, but they failed to take all six points from their double header with mid-table Dombart. The first game ended in a 1-1 draw, with Connor Wagner scoring for Eagles and Newsom Paley Pooley replying for Dombart. The second game was far more straightforward affair for Eagles, as they ran out 3-0 winners, thanks to two goals from Jordan Osborne, and one from Jack McLaughlin. Watford Town are in third place, level on points with Eagles, as they took their scoring for the season to a massive 80 goals so far, with a 10-2 win over bottom-placed Abbots Wanderers. Chris Blunden added five more to his tally of 46 for the season so far, with Sam Clark netting a hat-trick, and Matthew Watt and Alex Nottage also on target. Tommy Ash and Andy Denyer replied with the two consolation goals for Wanderers. Watford Youth Sports' winning run continued as they beat Dunning's Bar 6-1. Taylor Kemp netting a hat-trick, supported by goals from Mackenzie Fuchs, Zach McNicholas and Luke Carey. Flynn Duncan replied for Dunning's Bar. The mid-table sides West Hearts and Chelfont Saints shared the points with a 2-2 draw. Evans Awusu and Cody Kane with the goals for West Hearts 
and Dan McCain and Callum Donovan replying for Saints. In Division 3, Leaders BBFC's game with Watford Youth Sports Old Boys was abandoned due to a serious player injury. And this meant that King George's 8-1 win over Inter moves them within a point of BB. Cole Davidson and Harry Donohoe netted a hat-trick each with an Ashley Yellen double tying up the eight goals. Dan McKenna scored the inter-consolation goal. Southern Cross are still in the mix at the top of the table with a narrow 2-1 win over Wishingwell Watford. Nelson Piquino and David Flannery with the goals for Cross with Alex Dean replying for Wishingwell. That's all for this week's games. And uh, we hope to be back with you next week with more match reports for those games played on the 27th of March. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.